You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. My absolute favorite section, part of the uh, the Florida Trail, though, is the uh, the Mills the Mills Creek Woodlands over in Chuliota, I bet. Oh, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that was that was the first part of the Florida Trail that's all connected up um, that I was able to do on on a day hike that I had some time, and it's it's got a perfect little mix of just about everything that you might find uh, without getting your feet terribly wet. That was David Sea Level Magnus, a Florida Trail day and section hiker and trail angel based in Central Florida. And I'm Misty Ridley Little, your host for the podcast. Day hikers make up the bulk of hikers on the Florida Trail, just like on other National Scenic Trails. I think we all tend to focus heavily on through hikers for these trails because of their epic nature and the way long distance hiking intrigues a lot of us. But day hikers are the ones getting to know certain localities of a trail in a more intimate manner. They are out there for quick weekend jaunts or short overnights, often becoming familiar with trail maintenance and feeling a sense of pride in their local trailheads. I would love to start showcasing more Florida Trail day hikers on the podcast, and David was a great person to propel that idea forward. We had a great conversation about his hiking adventures in Central Florida, and I think you'll enjoy our conversation. Also, stay on to the end of the podcast for a special bit of music that David created and mentions in our conversation. All right, on to the episode. Well, I guess, David, maybe if you want to just go ahead and start by introducing yourself uh, a little bit and, you know, how you came to live in Florida, because I know we had a little chat. You lived in Texas there for a little while. Maybe start at the beginning and let us know a little bit about who you are. Sure, sure. So my name is David Magnus. Uh, a long time ago, I was born in Texas, but uh, moved to Wisconsin uh, right at middle the end of um, elementary school. So I more feel like I was a Wisconsinite more so than a Texan. Uh, grew up up there um, and then moved to St. Louis for college. Uh, and then I moved down to South Florida for medical school. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a family physician uh, and the medical director of the office I work at. Um, and then when I was down in South Florida in Fort Lauderdale, uh, met my now wife, um, moved her home to Wisconsin for my residency. And she's, she lasted there for two years and she said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going back to Florida. <laughs> so my, my last year of residency, uh, I was in Wisconsin. She was in Florida and, uh, she always said she wouldn't have seen me anyway. Cause I was working 80 hours a week, sleeping every fourth night in the hospital, that kind of thing. So yeah. we did a year apart. And then uh, I followed her back down to Florida, and we've lived here since uh, 2012. Okay, okay. So you've got a good uh, taste of Central Florida and living in Florida for a while then. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so between all of that, I'm sure medical school didn't really let you get outdoors too much, but were you into hiking at all growing up, or was that something you kind of came to after living in Central Florida for a while? So I was in Boy Scouts, uh, and so was my dad, and so was my grandpa, and then my my own son, who's uh, who's eight. Uh, he's in Cub Scouts now. So uh, long line of scouting, um, tons of camping. I think I calculated out that between um, sleepaway camp and 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 Boy Scout camp, and our troop was very active. We camped one weekend a month, um, twelve months out of the year. I was having some kind of camping. 40, 50 nights a year. Oh, wow. Um, growing up as a kid. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe a little bit less in college and med school. 
Um, I will say kind of a cool thing when I was in med school in Fort Lauderdale, I went to the Langerado Music Festival, which was in 2008. And it was in Big Cypress before yeah. I knew anything about Big Cypress, before I knew anything about the Florida Trail. Um, I slept there for three nights um, seeing a music festival and only later on realized that I, that the trail was there and, and, and all the uh, amazing things that have happened in Big Cypress over the decades. Was that the one that was in uh, on the Seminole Reservation, the Big Cypress Seminole? Yeah, it was. Okay, it that's was. what I was thinking. I remember that because I was working up that way in that, that time period. And I remember people talking about that festival. And I was like, what? <laughs> Who does yeah, that? It, re it really only lasted one year out there. Um, and it was it was billed to be something that could have been great as the the first festival of the year because they did it in March and you can't really do a music festival in March most other places in the country. Um, and then it turned out that it was absolutely freezing at night and people weren't prepared for it to be down in the high 30s, low 40s. Um, but uh, but the music was great. And then it was really cool that it was out there. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, close enough to civilization, but definitely out in the boonies. Yes. Yes. For sure. For yeah. sure. So um, go ahead. No, sorry. No. Then uh, uh, a buddy of mine back in 2017 said, hey, I'm going to go out to the Cascades, the North Cascades National Park. You want to go backpacking with me? And I said, OK, let's figure it out. So I got um, equipment and uh, we were out there for just four days, three nights, and we were backcountry. Uh, and that was my first real taste of of um, backcountry hiking. Um, and then uh, just a couple of years ago, I went with another uh, couple of friends up to New Hampshire and we were on the AT uh, right outside of Hanover for just a little short four day, three night um, little stint and uh, and uh, lo loved loved every second of the uh, uh, type two fun, as, as yes. Paul said. I was, <laughs> in hindsight, it was amazing. Um, some of the steps individually maybe weren't so much. Right. No, that's usually how those those short hikes go when you're not used to backpacking, for sure. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. North Cascade sounds amazing. I've only spent a little bit of time in uh, Washington State and what I saw of it made me really want to go hike, at least that portion of the PCT. I was like, man, I would love to go across there. You know, it was it was amazing, too, because, um, you know, I brought we brought our water filter and we filtered all of our water, but we really didn't need to because it was glacial runoff that we could just look up a little bit and see the actual glacier that was running off into the stream that was right by us. Wow. <laughs> um, the first the first day we did 12 and our feet were not so happy with us. And we just stood in the river in the little stream with that ice cold water, letting our feet go numb. And that felt just absolutely amazing. I bet. Oh, my goodness. Uh, have you been back since you've hiked that time? Um, Not out there. No, just uh, just this that little trip out there then the little trip up into New Hampshire, um, New Hampshire. That's where I got that's ended up where I got my my trail name because I came from Florida and trained down here as best as one can train uh at, at the flat florida and then uh <laughs> hit the ele hit the elevation change in new hampshire and uh um my friend said uh you came from sea level so uh, uh that's gonna be that's gonna be your trail name from here out it'll be sea level <laughs> i think it's it's a good trail name it's it's unique for sure <laughs> no i actually i was thinking about your name because i was like you know what i am a sea level person too and I, you know, we just went to New Mexico this last summer and, you know, it's only like 8,000 feet or something over in Santa Fe and I'm 
I'm just having a really hard time and I am not made for the mountains at all. <laughs> so we, um, uh, there was a one day where we just did 10 miles up there. And um, I think it was like 4,500 feet of elevation change, which I know pales into comparison to plenty of other folks days, but that was a, that was a pretty big day for the the three of us who, who, who weren't regularly on the trail. And that was in 10 miles. And then when I do hikes down here, I just did Tassahatchee the other day and, and took a screenshot and sent it to my hiking friends um, from back home. And that 12.4 in Tassahatchee had like a 45 feet of elevation change <laughs> versus 4,500 feet in New Hampshire. So they definitely laugh at every one of those screenshots that I send. Yeah, but most of those people wouldn't want to come and tromp around in the water either, though. So, I mean, that, you know. You... That, is, that is the difference. That is the difference. <laughs> people do think I'm nuts when I tell them that I walk in, you know, dark water up to my knees uh, with, you know, cypress knobs all over and not exactly knowing what I'm stepping down on. Um, people outside of the hiking community that is think I'm pretty insane for doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I definitely have run into that too. Even people that know what we're doing and know that we get out and do that sort of thing. They're still like, I can't believe you do that. I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So you live in, so, okay. Back to South Florida a little bit. And did you get out to do any hiking down there at all when you were there or were you just still like med school and. No, med school okay it was uh yeah we we were basically in class eight to five monday through friday uh for two years straight yeah and then you're studying and all of that so you didn't really time oh, yeah. So, yeah yeah we had we had exams every monday morning and a lot of folks were like oh my gosh you're gonna lose your whole weekend because you're gonna study for the exams and all of us were like we really need the whole weekend so we can study for these exams yeah yeah so central florida was really where you got your taste of hiking in florida then i would assume yeah yeah okay. no absolutely so i'm in the i'm in the lake nona area and um the first the first trails that i was hitting over here are like split oak and hal scott and moss park um which only later on once i saw that there were orange blazes in in those parks and i started looking up what those orange blazes were realized that they are part of the florida trail that's not connected yes. quite yet yeah. uh you'll, you'll hear it here i'm gonna make it my mission that we're gonna get that all connected up because i've driven on the desert roadwalk and i don't want that for anybody else <laughs> um unless <laughs> unless they really really want type 2 fun um i would much rather try to figure out a way to help get that all connected through the parks that selfishly are very close to my house but can avoid so much of that roadwalk yeah it's really unfortunate that section for sure that the first part isn't too bad because it's such a little traveled road but the back half of it is just awful um yeah i don't recommend it for anybody for sure no not at all and the parks that they would connect it through that that i just talked about are, are great and you know the the split oak we're having the issues with the developers you mm -hmm. know trying to run the highway through it uh, you know, I'm not sure where that's going to where that's going to land um, and where that affects or what that does to affect the the, the Florida Trail running through that. Um, and then I know there's the issue with trying to cross the railroad tracks, the new railroad tracks, Brightline and the 528 to try to figure out that. And there's a whole lot of negotiation that I think needs to happen that is, uh, you know, well above where 
you know, just a, a random hiker and volunteers can, can help with that. But uh, anything, anything that we can do from the folks who are around here to be able to make that work is going to um, definitely improve, improve the trail forever, for sure. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, do you, do you have connections in high places? Because that's what we need, <laughs> honestly. Um, uh, not high enough, I doubt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, connections with high places and probably some money involved. Um, and, you know, I, I know a little bit about some of those areas from a few different people and, and the, the task involved and that reroute. Um, and there's a lot of opinions about it all. I'll just say that without getting too deep into it. But, you know, the Florida Trail has a lot it needs a lot of adv advocates and it doesn't matter you know if you're just fighting for this one section hey that's one section that we can get complete and whatever you can offer i'm sure the florida trail association would be glad to have yes i will i will do my best for sure it's uh um you know the the time is of the essence because the developers are trying to do their best to take every last little bit of green land that's in this area of town Yes. Well, okay. So yeah, speaking of that, you're in that part of town and it has all sorts of wonderful green spaces and Orlando is expanding that direction as well. Maybe cover some of the, your favorite spots to hike in that area just for, for folks who may be living in Orlando who listen to this and what to explore down that way. Yeah. So um, of the area that's super close to Orlando where I'm at, the, the, those three places, the um, uh, Split Oak, Moss Park and Hal Scott, I really like a lot. Um, I'm taking my Cub Scout pack on a on a out and back in Hal Scott coming up pretty soon. Um, I've taken my boy on an on an out and back where we camped overnight in one of the primitive spots over there in Hal Scott. Um, and then uh, I've taken the family to camp over in Moss Park. So we really like those areas because they're nice and close. My absolute favorite section, part of the uh, the Florida Trail, though is the uh, the Mills the Mills Creek Woodlands over in Chuliota, I bet. Oh, mm -hmm. Um and uh that was that was the first part of the Florida trail that's all connected up um that I was able to do on on a day hike that I had some time and it's it's got a perfect little mix of just about everything that you might find uh without getting your feet terribly wet. Mm -hmm. Um and uh there's a parking lot at the Panorama Trailhead, and it's only 5.8 miles if you do the, the I call it a T-shaped lollipop, um, going um, from the the middle of the trail, going all the way down to the end, going back up to the top, and then back out to the car. Um, so it's a nice short, um, short-ish hike. And that was my favorite. That was like the first place I went to, and I, I loved it over there. So I've been back to that one uh, multiple times. Um, and I've sent a whole bunch of people over to that one too. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the areas in, in Orlando area, maybe not related to the Florida trail, have you explored? Mm. So, well, I've done all of the, I've done like 70 miles contiguous on the Florida trail from the 528 through Tassahatchee all the way up through Lake Mary, just on the bottom of the Seminole State Forest. Mm -hmm. So I've done all of that all on day hikes. It's kind of a funny story. So um, my kids, we go to a, we go to a synagogue in Winter Springs that is pretty close to the trail. 
and every Sunday morning they have Sunday school, they have Hebrew school, and it's it's three and a half hours long. And over the last year and a half, I've dropped the kids off on Sunday morning, drive to a trailhead, and go out and back to my car. Nice. And I've calculated out ahead of time where I'm going to do it to start checking off more and more and more parts of the trail. So I usually get eight miles in, in two and a half, two, two hours and 45 minutes or so, and which gives me four miles of the trail. So each week I was able to go and start knocking off another part of the trail. So that's how I've gotten all those miles within that area all on, on day hiking. Nice. Um, the next step is trying to figure out how I can uh, uh, arrange the right amount of right child care so that I can run out and do Seminole State Forest maybe in two days. Um, and, uh, uh, and then hopefully further South and then mm-hmm. maybe, maybe someday if I can really swing some time, do Ocala, yeah. um, start just knocking off as much as I can in little chunks. Yeah. I think you, it's a good central location to a lot of great places, everything you've just mentioned. And anytime you get, you know, a longer three or four day weekend, obviously, <laughs> or with the family, it's a lot harder to balance as well. Um. So I completely understand that, but uh, you do have a lot of access and you'll be able to knock off a lot of trail faster than you think once you think about planning and logistics. And there's several trail angels in that area who'd be happy to shuttle you to. So, which would help Yeah. if you wanted to try something in a day, they could probably pick you up and bring you back if needed. That's true. That is true. Yeah. So um, uh, I've done a little bit of that for other folks too. Um, around billy goat days this 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 year um driving some folks around the other place i i you know i can't believe i forgot to mention it was little big econ it's just oh yeah the trail is awesome um i was able to do that i think in two different days just parking on different parts of the of the trail i got to help with that bridge build uh, oh nice last year i'm carrying those humongous beams um that was a that was a lot of fun um and that was really cool that that the bridge looks awesome and the last bridge was there for 20 years apparently 20 some years so i'm hoping this bridge does the same thing and it's there for another generation of hikers to to walk over nice so have you done much volunteering with the fta or was that your your only time that was i think that was the only time i was able to get get out there they've done a lot of weekday um uh weekday yeah. events which are harder to get to you know with, with a job and whatnot but i know um coming up we're going to do another bridge build over there in in little big econ and i know they they have some pre-work to do that they were talking about doing during the week and then the big actually labor moving things from one place to the other they'll do on the weekend to get as many people out as possible yeah yeah perfect so in all of your day hiking have you been able to like convince any friends or i mean obviously your immediate family probably goes hiking with you at times too but any and lure anybody out to hike in the woods with you around florida yeah so one of the other dads from my cub scout pack when i was talking about all my hiking and, and and he's been hiking a little bit and he's like let's let's find a day to go hiking so back on um martin luther king day we both head off from work and we both had childcare, and that's when we did Tassahatchee together. Okay, nice. Um, and his his stepson um, dropped us off and picked us up because there's not great parking on either side of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Tassahatchee is only 20 minutes from our house, so that was pretty easy for for him to do that. And we did the whole. We went southbound, and we did the whole you know 12.4 that's right there plus the little 
Yates road walk right at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was good. And then um, this past Sunday, I brought a bunch of the guys from my synagogue and we went for a short hike in the spring hammock preserve on the Osprey trail, which is um, it's a blue blaze, but it crosses over the, the cross Seminole bike trail okay. that's right okay. there, which does have, which is blazed orange. And yes. uh, that was great. And just took them. We only just did a couple of miles, but um, I was by far the youngest person there by about 20, <laughs> 20 years. So I wasn't going to push them too much. Um, and uh, a couple of the guys were, were, were uh, wanting to do more. Uh, and they thought that the, the trail that we were on was too easy for them. So oh, well, that's think, good. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we'll, uh, maybe I'll uh, try to split it up on another time and do a, a beginning hike and a more advanced hike and uh, take them on a little bit more rugged. Uh, and we should probably just go right to Little Big Econ because we can get there just within about yeah. probably 20, 20 minutes of, 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 of the synagogue in Winter Springs and take them on a little bit more of a real trail. Yeah. Well, I don't maybe convince some of them to start backpacking and then you guys could have, I don't know, boys backpacking weekends. I don't know, just a a group outing to get some folks more involved and interested in in backpacking and hiking. So my um, I'm turning 40 this year and my wife told me that my birthday present this year is she wants me to go out and do a 40 mile hike on the year that I'm turning 40. Ah. (laughs) That's a that's that's a great present. Um, And it just turns out we're going to be in D.C. for a conference of hers. uh, And my buddy that I went to the Cascades with, he's going to fly over to D.C., and we're going to get a ride up to Penmar on the AT. Oh, yeah. And, do, and we'll do the four state. We'll do the four state challenge. Oh, wow. <laughs> in like four days, not yeah. in one day, <laughs> one day. Because, you know, we all have sit down jobs. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, and and we'll go down to Harper's Ferry and then go over the river to touch Virginia and come back and then take the train back over to D.C. That's that's my plan, at least to do that in in August and pick up 42 miles of uh of the AT by doing it that way. Awesome. No, that sounds really cool. Uh, I would love to get back to the AT and that's a fun section. You get to see a lot of different stuff traversing that area. Well, I'm hoping that I get to see a lot more than, uh, you know, if, if, if you're trying to run the whole thing in 24 hours, Oh yeah. <laughs> um, there's probably a lot of uh, sad shelters that are looking for somebody to actually use them rather than just run all the way through <laughs> Maryland. Yeah, don't worry. We did not run through that section at all, but we did see somebody try, and then we ended up seeing them like sleeping in the middle of the day later. And I'm like, I don't know if you're going to oh make gosh. this challenge, but okay, good <laughs> luck. <laughs> uh, so, have you been back to the AT since your your hike on in Vermont? Was or I'm sorry, nope. New, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. No, I haven't. So this will be my second time there. Um, I've crossed it a couple of times visiting friends and family and stuff, but it wasn't just it wasn't in the cards to be able to jump out and do anything on it so this will be this will be good um i'm i'm kind of a logistics nerd when it comes to all the hiking stuff so i have a spreadsheet in my computer with all these section plans that i want to do and which of my friends and family live within an hour and a half to two hours of the trail that could potentially pick me up and drop me off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I prop to be honest, I probably have like 60% of the trail covered by some friend or family that lives not too far from it. So eventually someday, if I can get a week off or hopefully more uh, to be able to go and do those kinds of things. 
yeah, no, I, I completely get it. And yeah, I would like to do some more hiking long distance wise, but same situation as you family and work at this point in time makes me a day hiker instead. So it works, which is why I'm glad you reached out to, to want to come on the podcast because I have not really talked to a lot of day hikers and I, and they make up the primary hiking community of the Florida trail. The, you know, the through hiking season is just such a short season and for the rest of the year, it's just day hikers out there on different sections of the trail. And, and that's the same with Appalachian trail is it's really actually day hikers or short, short distance hikers and not through hikers. And it's a community that's important to making the trail thrive. And, um, especially in urban or, or suburban areas, because that's where the heavy use is. So I'm, I'm glad you reached out and wanted to chat and um, I hope other people are, will take heed and reach out to me as well, because it's, it's a community that I just don't see promoted nearly as much because the through hikers get all the glory, but it's a day hikers, you know, often doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, you know, through hikers don't always live right near the trail, right? but the day hikers are the ones who are jumping on the trail bits and pieces that are close to their house. Yep. And volunteering. Yeah. And volunteering. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So where else do you want to, like, if you could spend a long weekend outside of central Florida you know, on the Florida trail, where would you go? I would love to start picking up some of the, so it's funny. I think I probably know the the trail from people talking about it and from what I you know see online, I think I know most, the, the trail south of Orlando better than anything north of Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I would love to be able to do Big Cypress one day um, and uh, go out to Kissimmee Prairie. Like just, you know, I know sometimes I guess it can get busy with it's an, especially a new moon with the with the with the completely dark sky. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be just a cool place to hang out, bring the kids to see all the yeah. gazillion stars out there, too. And, you know, if I got a, especially if I got a buddy to do, uh, oh, the, you know, the entire Ocala, just go straight through. That would be, that would be great. And, you know, I don't know the West side of the trail, uh, the West side of Orlando, like at all, even though online folks talk about how beautiful those, those parks are over mm-hmm. there, the green swamp and with Lakochi and yeah. all the good stuff yeah. over there. Yeah. I definitely recommend I've, you know, I don't know that much about the West side either because that's not where I hiked and, we also didn't live on that side of the coast, so it wasn't somewhere I thought about going very often. But the Withlacoochee area is really nice. I really enjoyed that. We did hike sections of it. So, And I know people who love the green swamp, so there's so much to see. It's just this, you know, Florida, to get from anywhere to anywhere is just ridiculous with traffic. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the anything on the west side of Orlando feels like a completely different world compared to where we're at over here on the east side of Orlando. Yeah, yeah, I completely get it. Um, I know you've mostly been in an you know urban suburban hiking environment, but have you had any cool wildlife encounters yet out there? Um, I did. So when I was walking through, um, I think it was Mills Creek uh, with a friend. Uh, we were walking and all of a sudden he says, you know, you just stepped right over a pygmy rattlesnake. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And I looked back and sure enough, he's just kind of looking at me and I, I couldn't have been more than, uh, you know, a foot over him, uh, just not paying attention. And he was just 
as as rattlesnakes do, I guess, just hanging out right in the middle of the trail, just watching. Uh, that would have made for a less fun hike, I guess, if I had stepped on them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other day, I was over in the spring hammock again, and I heard this loud rustling that I was sure was, you know, like a velociraptor or something. And I, I look over and it's just an armadillo. Oh, and gosh, made, yeah. so he was There's, making so much noise. They are very noisy. And the vultures too, they get very noisy. <sighs> um, that same day when I saw the armadillo, uh, there was a red shouldered hawk who was on, he couldn't have been more than maybe 20 or 30 feet away from me. And he wasn't high up. He was, he was pretty low. And he was also just kind of watching everybody walk by. Uh, and that was, I haven't been that close to one of those in, in a long time either. Um, and a, 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 a great barred owl. We were in, we took the kids to Lou Gardens um, and we're members over there. And it's great to get the kids outside to go over there. And we heard, uh, we heard a barred owl um, hooting and then, and then it was so loud and we couldn't see where it was. And it was so well um camouflage where it was and all of a sudden we saw it and it was really not that far from us and that was that was a really cool one too nice now at split oak have you seen i think the the sherman's fox squirrels have you seen those no i haven't i'll I have think, to go looking okay i think yeah. that's i think that's their name but they have a really cool squirrel there um back in the oaks if you look in the oak trees um are, are they yeah. really dark yes yes then i did see one and i was really confused what I was seeing and I, and I was with my boy and he's like, it looks like a squirrel. It looks like a squirrel. What do you think it looks like a squirrel? It's like, it's almost, almost black. So yeah. yes, I guess I did see yeah. them. Yes. Yeah. That's them. They're really cool. I didn't, I saw them when I was there three years ago and, and I wanted to see them and then I did, and then I couldn't get a good picture and I was like really disappointed, but they were a really cool animal. Yeah. So you've also done some volunteering, not volunteering, excuse me, back up there. You've also done some trail magic. How did you come to start doing that? And like some, what are some of the hikers have you met? So this was, um, this is really cool. So just following some of the hikers online um, last year through the, through the through hiking season, um, got to talking to some folks online and uh, the first one I really got to talk to a lot was Orange Blazer, mm -hmm. um, who yo-yoed the trail last year. Um, and then on his way southbound, met up with him at in the Mills Creek Woodlands again at the Wiley Dykes uh, campsite. And I brought um, public subs to him and a bottle of Coke and and uh, clean water and charge off the, the the battery bank and brought my boy out and we had a meal together uh, right there at the campsite. So I, I delivered the trail magic myself nice. and that was really cool. And it's such a great, it's a great, it's a nice campsite, but it's also great that it's only 0.6 in from the parking lot mm -hmm. and the parking lot doesn't close at sunset like so many other parks do. So when I hiked out when it was dark, it was not, it wasn't a big deal. So I kept talking with him. And then when he yo-yoed back, he was hiking with uh, with Dutch Tin Man, mm -hmm. who did the whole ECT last year, and uh, another hiker named Fenway. Um, and the three of them were coming through, and we timed it right again. So I was able to bring out dinner to them and brought my boy again. And it was, he, my, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun to do that. So I've kept in touch with them. Uh, and then uh, Orange Blazer and Tin Man were over at Billy Goat this last weekend also. So that was good to see them again. 
Um, and that's uh, that's that's the the most extent uh, of what I've been able to to give away. Well, actually, I take that back. Um, when Wandering Raven was coming through last summer, not this summer, the summer before, mm-hmm. um, I was I I didn't get a chance to see her, but I was able to um, get a box of um, goodies for her to be able to hit uh, at the right spot uh, on, on a day that I needed to be somewhere else, but I knew she was coming through. So I was able to get some stuff out to her that she was appreciative of uh, on her crazy summer, summertime through yeah, uh, yeah. southbound on the trail. Nice. Well, hey, I mean, you know, I know you don't think you've done a lot, but you did a lot for those folks and they were certainly appreciative of it. I'm sure I know anybody on a long distance hike is looking forward to any kind of free food, no matter if it's an orange or a, or a public sandwich, they, they're going to love it. So I, I know they thank you for that for sure. Oh, I'm sure. So um, I was at Billy Goat last year um, just for the day with, with my boy who does have a trail name now. Trail name is Bullfrog just because he loves frogs. And somebody said, well, maybe it could be Bullfrog. And he just, lit up he loved loves the idea of being called bullfrog now cute <laughs> um and so last year for billy goat it was really cold and um we were out there just for the day so i brought um two boxes of uh dunkin donuts coffee and a bunch of donuts for for the breakfast time and everybody you know dug into those yeah. um this year i brought out two two coolers uh one full of fresh fruit and one of the other ones full of fresh vegetables and people were just like tearing into cucumber shira shira was tearing into her to her cucumber <laughs> and uh other folks were grabbing uh bell peppers and just getting the seeds out and just eating the whole thing like an apple and uh bags of uh you know clementine oranges and bananas and um i know that when when i you know, even my little short hikes, uh, you know, the two or three day versions getting off the trail. The first thing I ever want is fresh produce and, and bread. Those are kind of the only two things that I just want to eat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I always appreciated when there was fresh fruit because, you know, it's, it's not something you can pack out and, or at least very easily. I mean, you might keep it the first night or eat it right when you get out the first day, but Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. I thought I heard my yeah, son. They're 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 heavy and um you know depending on what the temperature is, they might not be so good. Um and uh, uh but everybody was I think everybody was appreciative of those those couple things at least. And then uh um I got a campsite this year uh away from the the through hikers campsite. Um I knew my boy was gonna go to sleep at a decent hour and the through hikers don't usually at, at Billy Goat, they don't really go to sleep at a decent hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got a regular campsite and there were a few people who migrated towards the quiet, my quiet campsite instead <laughs> of the big one. So I got to share a campsite with um, Steps and Grits, yeah, um, which was great. So I met them last year um, at Billy Goat. And so they shared a, a site with me. And then I connected with a, with a through hiker um, who did... Uh, he did half the trail last year and he's doing the rest of the half of the, the rest of it this year. So crates, even though it's spelled like Socrates, uh, okay. I picked him up. I picked him up from REI uh, and brought him over to Billy Goat and then he got a ride out. Um, and then uh, who else did I meet? Little Buddha. Uh, yeah. Hung out, hung out at my campsite for the last night there. And uh, who's a cool, cool, cool dude too. Yeah. Um, 
it's just so cool meeting all these folks. And, uh, you know, some of them I've only ever seen online. Um, some of them only on YouTube. I met uh, uh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly Hayes hikes and her and her crew. Uh, let's see, she's nine lives and Kitty Hawk and tripod. They're, okay. they're hiking right now on the trail and they're on YouTube. And uh, when I was walking on the little road, that's in the middle of the park, I heard a familiar voice and I look over and I said, I think I know you. And they're like, how do I know you? And I was like, I saw you on YouTube this morning at nine o'clock when I was in my office. And they laughed at that. So. That's funny. Uh, they're like celebrities, but not. Celebrities. Yeah, right. Yeah, my, Hiking celebrities. I will say that my my boy had a great time uh, meeting all these folks and just, um, you know, running around and doing nature things. And uh, it was a uh, it was it was a good it was it was a good weekend. Um, also to just get away from normal everyday work life to go out and camp for a weekend in general is great. And then seeing folks that um, either I've never met before or, or, or seen, you know, just a year ago at the same event that uh, that was really nice. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, it's a little overwhelming because there's so many people to talk to and everybody's trying to, get in as much time as they can because it's, you know, a short period of time before everybody scatters to the wind again. And exactly I know right. some of them, they only see each other, you know, they're out there all the time hiking, but they only see each other at events like this. And so I know a lot of them have um, just come together and reminisce at Billy right. Day. Social media has to have helped with all of that. So they can at least keep in touch a little bit when they're hiking on all kinds of random trails. Yeah. Um, but then get back together. It's, it, you know, it's like, it's, it's so much better. Uh, I met um, out and about who's doing yeah. the trail again. That was really nice. Um, a few weeks ago, my, my boy bullfrog and I went out to dinner uh, on a random uh, just Wednesday night and it's at a place that I think used to be kind of a trail restaurant, um, which is now is a barbecue place at, at the Red Eye uh, in, in Winter Springs on 434. Um, they have the national, well, they have the Florida Trail sticker in the window. And when I asked somebody there and they were like, I don't know what that is. And then um, on, on closer inspection, um, it, it's one of the stickers that says the National Science oh, Trail. Oh, yeah, so those are funny. Trail. <laughs> So um, it's been a while, but um, we were there eating and uh, in came somebody that I immediately could tell was a through hiker. Um, and uh, so we were, we were eating and I went up to her and introduced myself and uh, said, hi, and her trail name is sunshine. And she was going North out of there. And uh, um, she was able to make it back down for, for Billy goat, which was nice. I got to my boy and I got to see her again. And that was, that was kind of cool. Nice. Oh, that's cool. All these little, serendipitous moments that you've gotten to experience just because you you know about the trail and just you live so close to it that those people are mm -hmm. hopefully coming in and out of your life so that's yes, kind of cool yes. so so now i need to learn i now i need to see for myself so much more of the trail so that i can uh be uh you know well versed and and, and know the ins and outs of more than just my little 70 70 miles of yeah. the 1500 miles of, of of trails that are out there yeah well i was gonna even suggest like if you you know the ocean lake is a great section to do just to get a snippet of the trail of it as a as a whole because it crosses so many of that similar terrain but it's in you know that short time span there of like four to five days that you can get it all in um so that'd be another another section 
to to check out as well when you get yeah. the chance. That that would be great. Yeah. So uh, uh, Orange Blazer and Tin Man are out there right now, and uh, posted a picture, and it was very wet. And so yeah. I, uh, I I said that um, uh, uh, more like the um, the river on the path between <laughs> the ocean to lake trail. Right. <laughs> I think I've blacked out some of that section because I knew it was wet. But then I see these pictures. I'm like, I just don't remember it being this wet. So either I hiked in a dry year, but it was and we hiked in November. So it wasn't even like quite the end of like dry season yet. It was still kind of wet. So I just I must have blacked a lot of it out. So my first real experience with wet trail um, was um, was north out of the Mills Creek Woodlands across Brumley Road between Brumley Road and Snow Hill Road. Um, there's a section, little tiny section back in there before you get to Little Big Econ um, that uh, I went on in a November, uh, which was going to be wetter than other times too. But there was a little bit of incline and it was... The water was, it wasn't really rushing, but it was definitely flowing um, down towards me and I'm hiking in, in the water and it probably was only ankle high. I was like, this is, this is fun. And then it got, <laughs> then it got deeper and I said, okay, this is still mostly fun. Um, and then, and then it dried out and then you go a little bit further and there's just this little area with um, cypress and it just gets wet and it's a it's a perfect round circle of water and there's just no way around it if you're trying to stay dry so i started going through it uh then it started getting above my knees and the and the water was dark and i decided you know what i think this is gonna be the end of my hike today um and i will <laughs> and, and then um another day was able to get to that same spot from but from the other side of the water so i was able to connect connect the trails a little bit together at that right time. but um but since then i've been in enough water that uh uh that would be uh, it would be fine to go to through something like ocean to lake or big cypress where sometimes the water is a lot deeper it seems yes yeah um would you i mean in the future do you think you'll do a through hike of any sort not even necessarily the florida trail but you know maybe retirement in the future yeah retirement uh at at minimum when the kids happen to be out of the house yeah i think uh um the the you know so maybe 50 but probably more like 65 if i'm going to be doing something like that um you know i grew when i was growing up in wisconsin we were camping and hiking all along the ice age trail mm -hmm. um but i didn't know it <laughs> there's another one i didn't really know what that know what that was back then um that would be an awesome trail to do um it's about the same length as the florida trail so it's yeah probably about the same about the same amount of time um and uh you know AT would be uh, a dream and you know Florida Trail would be you know awesome and local and probably a little bit easier logistically to do but then a bunch of other smaller ones like uh you know I keep reading about like Tahoe the Tahoe Rim Trail yeah, yeah. um uh you know John Muir um the Wonderland the Wonderland Trail for um Rainier um mm -hmm. I've been to Rainier a bunch of times just doing little bits and pieces but that would be so cool to go all the way around that and uh the there's a trail in Israel. There's a, there's a yeah. it's called the Israel Trail, the Shvil Israel, and it uh, it goes from top to bottom, six hundred miles, um, and that will be a super cool one too. Um, I read a book about that one, 
and the bottom probably the bottom third of the trail is in the Negev desert and it is there is no water there's oh, zero wow. zero water for uh you know that's 200 first 200 miles of the trail and so you hire folks to come out to drop boxes to drop water that you get a code for uh, and you pay them to bring the water out and you pay for the water wow so you can go to individual spots to get your water along that part of the trail wow that's i mean it reminds me a little bit of the desert of the pct but way worse (laughs) (laughs) that's uh, the bottom of the bottom of israel is basically the 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 topmost part of the sahara desert yeah um and so it is bone dry and then there's there's more desert a little bit uh in the middle of the country but there are some rivers um and then up in the north is very green um plenty of water up there um when i was a teenager we went we went hiking when i was in israel for for a summer we went hiking um and I, i'll remember being on this trail and it was um the trail was in in a river in a small stream um and the entire the entire trail was just in that so we were hiking in the water and everybody was wearing water shoes back then mm-hmm. um and i realized afterwards that i was on the israel trail and didn't know it and they did such a funny thing with their blazes um they would take a rock out of the water dry it off paint the blaze on the rock let it dry and then put it back in the water oh wow and so, <laughs> so you're walking and the blazes are underwater because the trail is in the in water, the water. They, they didn't want to put posts um, right. with 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 signs or anything and that was the that was the blaze and it was underwater wow so how, how old is that trail has it always is it been a trail that's been pieced together or is it something they established recently or that's a good question like i i I've, i think i've heard i know if people have gone I know people who've gone to Israel to hike, but I didn't know necessarily that they were hiking on a specific trail. So I'm kind of curious. I'm going to have to it Google was, that now. Yeah. So it was inaugurated in 1995. Okay. And uh, the first time I went to Israel was in 1999. So it was, it was Pretty actually new. there. It's 636 miles long. Oh, that's cool. Huh. Well, there you and go. Somebody, somebody did the whole thing in 10 days in oh. six, 10 days, 16 hours and 36 minutes. That's, oh, wow. <laughs> bonkers that's nuts well i guess once you've exhausted all of you know the north american trails and european trails go to israel there's a trail that sounds very tough (laughs) yes yes it sounds great well so like living in central florida do you have any like best and worst things about hiking and exploring nature in florida i would say um you know hiking in the summer stinks sometimes you just got to get used to it um it's it's still it probably took me 10 years of living in florida to get used to the summers just in general let alone hiking in the summer and just making sure that you know plenty of plenty of water um trying to get some shade i have one of those hiking umbrellas that i've hooked up to my shoulder strap if i'm going to be out um out out without any kind of cover it's just so hot for so long um and then the you know the, the nights don't really get that cool in general i love i love hammock hammock camping so i guess if it's warmer the the hammocks are a little bit nicer than trying to be in a, a steamy inside of a tent mm-hmm. um and then um folks just got to get used to knowing that they're going to get wet when they're hiking on these trails um which 
you know, like we said, you know, you tell other folks that you're hiking right through the water and they're like, well, do you have waterproof boots? No, 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 no more, no more waterproof <laughs> boots. Oh, just my, my lone peaks. And, uh, um, and, uh, people are like, well, do you, do you change into water shoes before you go over the water and then change back? And no, nobody, nobody has time for that. Just go, go straight through the water. And, uh, I guess being able to pinpoint out the, the, the creatures on the trail that might want to hurt you if you're not, if you're, you know, uh, not treating them nicely. So, which I didn't really have to deal with that very much growing up in Wisconsin. We just yeah. had to know where the black widow spiders, <laughs> black widow spiders was about it. And, um, we never had to worry about you know, bears or anything like that. Any place that we would go to that I know of at least. And, uh, you just gotta, you know, treat, treat the nature with respect and it's not going to hurt you down here for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't touch the alligators and make sure you know where you're stepping on the trail so you don't step over snakes. Yep. Yeah. Well, do you have any places online people can follow you or reach out to you if they are, say, hiking and want to have some trail magic from you Yeah. <laughs> or get in so, touch? Um, I would say Facebook is probably the best way when it comes to the hiking stuff. Uh, and, you know, I'm I'm on there, uh, you know, David Magnus and I'm on the, the Florida Florida Trail Hikers group and the uh, I'm on the through hike group and the angels group, um, the Central Florida hiking group, those kinds of places. I'm on all over all over those. Um, feel free to send me a friend request. That's not a problem at all. And for the through hikers, if you uh, get in touch with me, I can see if I can run up, run a public sub out to you over at the. Uh, uh, the Wiley Dykes uh, campground, if we can, if we can make that work on a day that I can jump over there after work. Um, and uh, uh, that's probably the best place to get a hold of me when it comes to the hiking stuff. Okay, perfect, perfect. Well, David, I want to thank you for reaching out and uh, wanting to come on the podcast and sharing, you know, your experiences as a day hiker on the Florida Trail. And like I've said earlier, is that day hikers are really the people who are making the trail run most of the time. And uh, you guys deserve a little bit of appreciation and your story to be told because you guys are out there enjoying it on a daily well, maybe someone's out there on a daily basis, but at least on a weekly or monthly basis and uh, and then giving back when you have a chance. And uh, we certainly appreciate that for sure. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. And uh, uh, this this last weekend at Billy Goat Days, I had I wrote us I wrote a song for the Florida Trail that a couple of folks got to hear. So I'll try to get it um, recorded and uh, maybe we'll get that out on on socials if people want to hear that one, too. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. And maybe I could tack it on to the end of this if, if that works for you. I don't know. We could talk about that. <laughs> yep, that sounds good. That's it for my conversation with David C-Level Magnus. You can find information on where to find him online in the show notes for the podcast at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com. And now a little serenade by David with a song called Through Hiking. On the levees, stretching for miles, water caches, thanks to angels, and I'm through, through hiking, yeah, I'm through, through hiking, 
State Park, around Orlando, east the western route to Ocala, black bears all around, and I'm through, through hiking, and I'm through through hiking